Hey, hey. What's up? How are you? I'm well. How about yourself? I'm good. It's Monday. So, you know, you know how that goes. I mean, yeah. Normally, I would be right there with you, but today I was off, so it works out for me. Okay. I feel you on that. So, it's been brought to my attention that our intro got cut off. So, let's run it back for the people. All right. So, let's start off with why, who you are, where you at, and why you decided to do this. Okay. Well, I am Destiny. I live in Columbia, South Carolina um, with my wife and my son, Julian, um, and our two dogs. And the reason why I decided to come on in this project with you um, is just because I feel like some of the things that we discuss isn't being talked about enough. Um, I feel like, let me clarify, I feel like it's not being talked about um, through the LGBT plus community. Um, I feel like it might be talked about and it might be talked about with people that are uneducated with some of the topics um not throwing shade just being honest you know like their their opinion which this podcast is our opinion as well but it's our opinion but we're in the community as well you know what i'm saying so we do have that insight um so yeah lord uh again my name is cassandra uh but most of you know me as son um, I decided to do this, oh, first, foremost, I'm located in the Bay Area, California, and for those who don't know what the Bay Area is, that consists of Oakland, San Jose, San Francisco, Vallejo, um, and then some sprinkled towns in between. Um, I'm located in Vallejo, California. Uh, I decided to do this similar to you, because, um, it's, it's, it, it, it it grinds my gears sometimes listening to people talk about a community that they're not a part of or they have right. an opinion on a community that they're not a part of. And I get it. Like everybody has an opinion, but to have an opinion and, and be a little bit educated behind that opinion matters. Um, so that's right. exactly why I want, I wanted to give my opinion. Uh, if anybody know me, uh, who uh, my friend on Facebook, Instagram, anything, no, I have an opinion and I'm going to speak my opinion. Whether right. you agree with it or not, I'm not looking to change your opinion. I'm just letting let us have a a, a banter or, or a conversation where we can right. let people know, like, hey, this is what it is. Because even you and I, we don't agree on everything. Um, right. It might get into that uh, later this this podcast episode, but we don't always agree. But it's how you have that conversation that matters. Right, right. So, uh, tonight's episode, guys, is going to be uh, comedically called, Oh Lord. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, and the reason why we're calling it, Oh Lord, is we're going to be discussing uh, the church and homosexuality. And I know that could be a taboo topic for a lot of people, but it's, it's a conversation that we face a lot in this community and why not have that conversation although it can be a difficult at times we have to let that out so my first question to you Des, is what is your relationship with the church 
uh, in your relationship with God or organized religion or whatever it is you want to call it. I'm glad I poured me a drink. You got your drink? Okay. Um, okay, so, like, what it is now. Yeah, I mean, we can discuss how you got to where you are, but, like, right now, in this day, in this time, today, here you go. Okay. Um, I would say that I am in a pretty good place. Um, I found a church. I found a church that um, accepts me. Um, and I actually hold a position at my church. Um, I'm an elder. And for those who don't know what an elder is, it's kind of like with the Baptist Church of Deacon. So I hold um, a position um, there as an elder. And I love it. Um, I never thought in a million years I would be doing anything like that. And I know some people are watching like, Destiny is a what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and I don't take it lightly. And it took me a long time to get there. Um, I think when I stopped listening to all the noise, and when I say noise, I'm talking about the noise in the church. I mean, heck, even the noise outside of church, but especially in the church, different churches, not my church. Um, then I took a second, took a break, took a breather, and allowed myself to connect and hear God's voice. Okay, that's very, that's, that's a different thing. Cause, you know, people go to church, it's that check mark. Okay, I went to church this Sunday, but I needed to get back with him I need to get back to the root because all that was broken so you know it wasn't just popping in it was just we had to get down in that dirt we had to get all that dirt out of there all them dope, the old roots and all that and I feel like we I now have built a foundation which I can now grow and produce from and have a better relationship with him okay okay so I guess it's my turn. So my relationship with God has always been my relationship with God. Now, my relationship with organized religion and the church has always been different. But I've always had a relationship with God. As I said in, in the previous episode, I grew up in a Southern Baptist family. like So church was a big part of my life and determined when I came out, essentially, because of what kind of hold that upbringing had on me but the older I got and the more I got comfortable within myself I realized that my relationship with God is my relationship with God and you can't change my relationship with God the outside world can't change my relationship with God my relationship with God is my relationship with God and then I was often asked like well don't you know that being gay is a sin of course I know that being gay is a sin like like I said, I was raised on the Bible, so I understand that, you know, being gay comes with the title of sin, but that's my cross to bear. Like, you can't take that from me and then grab hold onto it and say, hey, this is what is going to get you in heaven. You can't get me in heaven. Uh, I can get me in heaven, and that's where 
my relationship with God started to go astray because also uh, my godparents are the first lady and pastor of a church. <laughs> so my entire, again, my entire upbringing was centered around the church. And for so long, I lied to myself about who I was right. in order to fit into this box right. of who I'm supposed to be and how I'm supposed to live my life. And right. a lot of times people don't realize how depressing that actually is to keep suffocating yourself and pushing yourself down so you can fit into a world that's that, wow. right, it's fit into like this little box into a world that is going to have their own opinion anyway, who are also living in sin. Like everybody born into this world <laughs> is born into sin. So you also have your own sins, but you are choosing to ostracize me over something like the song say sweep around your own front door <laughs> before you try to sweep around mine. Like I know what my sin is and I deal with that every day. And how I deal with that is how I deal with it. Um, and my relationship with God is my relationship with God. I, I think the issue, um, uh, one big issue is like you said, people, sweeping in front of other people's doors and this and that but going back to the sin part like people need to understand there is no sin greater than the next okay um and of course i think some people problem is like oh well you're choosing you know to sin you know what i'm saying um i just i go back and forth with people about that and i'm just like look simple things that you do each day is technically a sin. Um, whether you do it in a right mind, do it subconsciously, you know what I'm saying? Back to you just have to have a certain relationship with God. That crab boy you like is a sin. Huh? <laughs> I said that crab boy people like is a sin. It is. <laughs> and you cannot now I will be honest, I have not read the Bible from start to finish. So I'm not here to quote anything, but you cannot sit here and be like, oh, the Bible say, the Bible say, the Bible say, and it's all in the Old Testament. I know that much. Um, and you you pick you pick at that and you be like, okay, well, that, that's in the Old Testament. That's what it's saying. You need to read it. You need to repent. Well, Sue, Sue, it's <laughs> also in the Bible that you shouldn't cut your hair. You know what I'm saying? That you shouldn't eat, you know, certain type of sh uh, um, fish or whatever like that. And then they're like, oh, no, 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 no. That's, that, that's the Old Testament. Yeah. So the thing about it, when people <laughs> start quoting. You right, can't so pick and choose for what makes you comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm going to get on you, but just because I cut that cut my hair, it's okay. It's in the Old Testament. But you telling me I'm going to hell for what I choose to do, and it's in the Old Testament. Yeah. So for the thing, the thing about it is for me is like people like that, like you said, I haven't read the Bible from start to finish either. But I, you know, I know a little bit. And what people always do is they pick and choose which scriptures they want to use, but leave out the context. Like if you want to read the Bible, you'll give me some scripture. Read it to it and give me the context. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times they you know they they'll leave out the context or they'll skip over a verse 
that gives you the context. And like, I'm not saying that, you know, I should just be oblivious to the teaching of the word or anything like that. I'm not, but you can't pick and choose when you want to adhere to the teachings of the Bible. Either you're going to adhere to it every day in every context in every way, or you just going to have to admit that you're homophobic (laughs) because you only want to use the Bible and when it's condemning me, but not condemning yourself when you fail to live up to what the teachings of the Bible say. And that that's the problem that I be having. Like right. if you going if you gonna preach it, live it, do it. Hey, I'm not I'm not here to change your opinion or change your conviction. That's you. But don't be convicted in one way and not convicted in the other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So I So as as a elder in your church, uh what do you say to someone who says it sends the wrong message to have someone openly and willfully sinning to serve in leadership? So I got that from my family. I didn't um necessarily get that from um people at my church because of course why would they ask me to to hold that position if they didn't believe in me? Um, but so when I was going through the process um, of being ordained as an elder, um, you know, my family was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. And then when it was time for me to officially be ordained and be presented to the, in front of everyone at the church, um, you know, I sent it out and I told people and, you know, those close to me showed up, not necessarily saying it was family. Um, I feel like in a way they just was like, they didn't respect it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that clearly can't be a real uh, position if she's doing that in a church. Um, And, you know, that bothered me because, you know, for so long I was, you know, not comfortable with my relationship with God. Um, I didn't have a church. I was back, you know, they'd be like, oh, you went to church? No, you know, whatever. And then to hear me excited, you know what I'm saying? To be at church every Sunday, to be volunteering, to be, um, you know, making sure that on, you know, different things that I came up with, you know, just making sure that we're, you know, feeding the homeless on Thanksgiving. And now our church has, you know, extra space on our lot. And now we're building affordable housing for people in Charlotte. It's just different things. And for you to just dismiss that, like it's nothing, you know, it hurt. But once again, I had to focus on my relationship that I was building with God and to know that God had something for me, has something for me. Um, And nobody can take that away. Um, when When I took that position, I was scared. I was like, you know, I came straight to him like, ain't that like a deacon? He's like, it is, it is a deacon, but we're Presbyterian, so it's an elder. And I was like, and y'all want me. 
you know, and I'm looking at Trey like, I don't know about all that. Like, <laughs> you do what you feel like. And I have to pray on it hard because I guess at first I felt like I had to change. You know what I'm saying? To meet what I felt like was the expectations of an elder. But what I felt to realize is that I was already there and beyond that because they seen it in me. And once I just prayed and, and I listened, I was like, okay, okay. Because I had to remind myself that a part of my prayer every night and every day is that God allows um, his light to shine through me for others to see in any form, any way possible. You know what I'm saying? That that I'm able to touch or be a part of, you know, whatever I can be for somebody else. Um, so, you know, when I realized that that's what he was doing with me, it really didn't matter what anybody thought or felt. I respect that. Uh, you, you, you hit on, like, two things that made me say, ooh. Uh, <laughs> so... The first thing uh, you talked about was hurt. Uh, the hurt of not having the support of your family or people that you love. But that made me think about the hurt you may have received or even I have received from the church itself. Which had caused your strained relationship with God. And, yeah. and then that made me, and then you hit it again when you said you felt like you had to change to be worthy of something that was already in you. So right. that, those two things made me like, yeah, because that really is what made me leave the church. Not leave God, but leave the church. Well, there was a time in my life that I did leave God. You know, we keeping it 100. Um, because I used to, my mom had it where I said, I said the Lord's Prayer. I said Psalms 23 every night before I went to bed. Plus, on top of the prayer that I had. And I sung in the, the choir of church. And you better not miss a practice. And you better not say you're tired or you're sleeping. You don't go to church. You in there. You know what I'm saying? So, I was in there going with that role. You know, And I was younger, so I can't say whether I believed it or I didn't believe it or whatever. But I was, I was in that. And when my mom died, I was like, hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> yeah. I hello, is my phone up to heaven not working? And I remember vividly, I went out, after my mom died, I went out, it was pouring down rain. Nasty. Nasty rain, lightning. And I stood there in the front of my house, and I screamed, and I cried. And I mean, I think I got struck down. This, this is how you know who God is, okay? Because it ain't no word that I didn't use on him, okay? It ain't nothing that I didn't say to him. And I could, he could have, you, you know what, be quiet. Struck <laughs> me down right in and there. But he let me have that. You know what I'm saying? I see that now. And so from then, it's always been a little rocky. So then when it comes to me trying to find myself and who I am, and then I got shut down by the church. So then I'm like, 
I'm just, I'm done with the church. I don't know if I'm done with him, but I'm done with the church. And that was for a while. Oh yeah, I feel you, because same, uh, growing up, like, you know, vacation Bible study, uh, choir rehearsal, dance practice, like, uh, pastor's anniversary, all, like, all of that, like, uh-huh. all of that. Like, so, you know, the jokes of uh, uh, old lady telling uh, announcements in the church, that was my grandma. <laughs> so, like, I was in there. But between uh, high school and college, like, I really started to battle with who I wanted to be and what I was. And I still, you know, suppressed it, I suppressed it. But by the time I graduated college, like, I knew who I was. I knew what I, you know what I'm saying? I knew that this is who I am. Um, and the church literally, like, shunned me. Like, I remember, I got a Christmas card. And one of the members in the Christmas card basically told me that if I didn't get my life right, that I would have to deal with that on Judgment Day. And I'm like, wow. So you got to go to... Yeah, like, you got to, you got to go to ticket into heaven, huh? Like, right. I, I'm Willie Walker, and you trying to give me that golden ticket, huh? Now, that's not... So, th- that was at that point that I was like, yeah, I don't I don't need this. Because a lot of times, you know, people like to say, oh, the Bible says, come as you are. And people be taking it as, oh, come to church and whatever, clothes. You ha- nah, the Bible says, come as you are, meaning if you're an alcoholic, if you addicted right. to pornography, if you, pour you know, out, right? <laughs> like pull it all out because if you if you really into the Bible or have any idea of the Bible, the God didn't use the best people to show them who God was. Right. <laughs> like it, it was, he used the the the, the sinner, the, the 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 lowest of the low, the to show the world the hey. This is what I can do. Right. So how and, do you... Go ahead. It, it makes you think. It makes you look at people like, so how in the world do you think you being high mighty on the front fruit with your little hat looking at people and, you know what I'm saying, talking about people and, 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 and shunning people out of the church every Sunday. There's always somebody falling off every Sunday because of the, what was pouring out of your mouth. That negativity that's pouring out of your mouth. How do you feel that that is your gateway into heaven? Sweetheart, it ain't it. Yeah, like that, it. that's that's the crazy thing about it. Because if one thing that don't stick out to me in the Bible is this. Grace. Like, everybody deserves grace. Grace and love, right. And, and, and speaking of love, God said, "Love thy neighbor." But what if he, what if he gay? Love, love him. thy neighbor. As <laughs> okay. Right. What if they have a child out of wedlock? Love them. What if they are But it's certain levels in the church that they are okay with forgiving. Forgive, forgiving. That's the word I was looking for. Forgiving or overlooking. How is it that you can have elders and, and deacons and deaconess and apostles who can be addicted to pornography or had a child out of wedlock? Because they or think don't nobody know. They think nobody knows. They have them <laughs> conversations in them in them deacon meetings. 
Now, mind you, my church, we ain't having those type of conversations, just to be clear. But they having them conversations, or they going directly to the pastor, like, this is what I did, da 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 da, da. And the pastor like, all right, cut it out. I'm going to pray for you. And they keep it moving. But then they want to broadcast things that they know they're not a part of. Oh, I know I'm not a part of homosexuality, so let me, let me, let me broadcast that. Why do you think every time, let's go back to Baptist, how they, the altar call, right? The, God can't, uh, God, the pastor can't be preaching on, let's say, love, right? Or Noah, okay? And or Joe. <laughs> or Joe. He's been preaching on that the whole sermon, right? And then it's time for the altar call. Now, you would think that he would just be like, you know, all are welcome. Please come down and get prayer. Whatever is on your heart, on your mind, leave it here with God. You know what I'm saying? Just like you did with Noah. Just like you did with Job. Oh, that's fine. But no, a lot of times, you know, it, it, then it's, if you're dealing with homosexuality, if you're dealing with a drug problem, where is that in what we just discussed? Why is it that every time you in church, with spitting so much negativity out. So I don't leave church with the word. I leave church with the last little bit that you said, all that has been erased. And all I hear is you trying to, trying to condemn me for who I am. Now tell me why I wanna be any part of that. Tell me why I wanna learn more about that type of God. Because now you mixing in things and God ain't about none of that at all. Yeah, like, um, for example, everybody loves Tony. Lord Make Me Open was in every church choir uh, <laughs> playlist. Right. This man said, I'm gay. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. You don't think this man loved God? Listen, you don't, if you don't think I love God, then you crazy. <laughs> because I know for a fact Cassandra hasn't pulled myself out of the situation that I've been through. Say it. <laughs> because if it was up to me, you probably wouldn't none be. of this would be here. Okay? Right. Like, I done been through some stuff. Like, you say when you, you lost your mom. When I lost my dad, I was angry. I was right. like, how do I just get him back and you take him? Mm -hmm. So, what kind of... What, but what kind of not, what kind of God, right? What kind of God would do that? But at the same time, I had to look and, and think about all the times he kept me. You know what I'm saying? And and people that... And all the times that you did have with your dad. Once, once you come out of that anger, then you can really start to process things. And and people need to be happy and be and thankful that we have such a forgiving and just God that he allows us to have those moments. We up here like little, little toddlers. Little mm -hmm. He could be looking down at us like, all right, well, you know, you take your moment. You take your moment. And we and he gives us that. You know what I'm but, saying? He don't sit there and just strike us down like, oh, I don't know who you think you're talking to. <laughs> yeah, but on the other side, like the other side of this, which we, we can't be, we'll be remiss without saying it. A lot of times people come at you with the Bible and it's a lot of people who don't believe in the Bible in itself or in religion at all. 
So you you preaching about a God, you preaching about a word that they don't they don't care. <laughs> that don't mean nothing but to I, them. I guess that's where it comes in with your purpose. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know what I'm saying? Not even just because I'm an elder, but just me, destiny. I know if I run into somebody who don't believe in God, you know what I'm saying? In my head, they on, they on my prayer list because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to, to believe in all the, the extraness, you know what I'm saying? But the Bible, the Bible does say, you know what I'm saying? That the end result, you're supposed to want to get into heaven. You know what I'm saying? So to know him, to have a relationship with him. That can be in all forms. That does not mean you got to sign in for church or go to church and this and that. But I'm, I'm, my job is to want to, I mean, and I want to, it's not even a job. I want to tell you about who I know and what he has done for me. And what you do with that information is on you. But as a child of God, I, I want to let you know, I need to let you know about my daddy. Yes, let me let you know what he done for me. So to say, you know, they might not believe that's fine. And I'm going to respect that. But I'm still going to let you know who he is. And and have you, you know, wrapped in love and prayer that, you know, you'll be guided in whatever way that is. That might not be that way. But just that you're covered. Period. I, I mean, even if you're an atheist, I'm praying for you. And I love you. Period. We're not always going to agree. But... It is, yeah. it is. So, what do you do? You think that God lives within your marriage? Say so what? I, I said, do you? Kind of <laughs> I said, do you think God lives within your marriage? Oh, absolutely. So, what do you say to people when they say, "Well, marriage should be between one man and one woman"? very elderly things let me say that <laughs> um, first let me start by saying how important it was that God was in me and Trinae's relationship um, before we even got engaged you know we expressed you know where we were with God church all of that and we were both broken both pretty much shunned out and we searched for churches um and we went to a church in rock hill and we could talk about this is uh the non-denominational churches uh-huh let me say before i get started they are all not like this i'm speaking from my experience okay okay <laughs> so non-denominational we love everybody. Come as you are. Okay? So we went for a while. And I just didn't feel connected. Right? And one day the pastor was just like, you know, just kind of like not saying it, but saying like, you know, you need to, people need to change. And, you know, there's a specific way for you to get into heaven. And I'm like, okay. So fast forward, Trinae proposes. And I go to them because I want premarital counseling with the pastor and I need you to marry us and he was like oh congratulations but no I, I cannot marry y'all because 
that that goes against oh, you ain't even gotta finish your sentence thank you and we took a moment and then we went to charlotte pride and this float come down the road rocking with people singing tambourines going and i'm like i know that ain't gospel music at the pride parade <laughs> type of contract becomes legal when two people agree and sign on it, right? Yeah. So, if a marriage is legal, covenant, contract, and this country was created because of religious persecution and wanted to separate church and state, then why is it a big deal for two people of the same sex to be married? Because legally, Religion shouldn't be in the government, right? So why are you telling me that I can't get married because it's two women when legally you just said that you wanted a separation of church and state? So when it comes to marriage, like I, um, we'll get into that detail later. But I, you can speak <laughs> on it. Okay, so I am. Divorcing, um, and for me, I wanted to also have God in my relationship, but this was when it started coming up. Oh, you should be equally yoked, <laughs> right? Because you have to have someone who's also equally interested in having God at the center of your relationship. And that it's has not, nothing to do with sex. That's it true. has nothing to do with sex. It has everything to do with my relationship with God and then my partner's relationship with God. And like you said, like some people are coming into a covenant broken. 
Right. And if they don't have the right fertilizer, the right water, the right nutrient to thrive, then you're going to have the same result, whether you're gay, straight, whatever. Because you refuse to come to a similar term with the person you with. I just think that as far as marriage is concerned, the church shouldn't have a say unless this person volunteers to have that church a part of their union and whether or not someone should legally be able to submit a contract of marriage. Right. I, I get where you're going. I, I, I see where you're going and I agree. Um, I, think, I think the reason why it crosses is because, you know, the vows that are normally read, you know what I'm saying? And it becomes this, this, um, religious thing. Um, and it's not just strictly signing the paper and, you know, all of that. I mean, I think that's where it gets a little, you know what I'm saying? But, but is it religious or spiritual? I, I say religious because it deals, you know, the Bible and the quotes and, you know, all that. But what about Muslims who get married? What about Jews who get married? Uh, they, Native they Americans. Also, they also go... Jews are not Jews. I don't, I don't think... I don't know. But I don't think that Jews are, as far as going through their... I'm going to say church because I really don't know what it's called. But going through their church... They are allowed to get married. Um, well, I don't know, but I'm just saying. Last I don't, time I, like, last so religion, be like, it should be like a spiritual it should, connection. It should be that way because just by law, you know what I'm saying. In good standing with the law, you should be able to marry whoever you you want to marry. How can you say this person, this grown fifty year old man, can marry this 13, 12 year old girl? What parents can say. marry a woman that I'm, I'm madly in love with. Like, make it make sense. So, coming in on the last question. How did you overcome your church hurt? I was it. 
it, you know, it wasn't even about the church because you can still have a good church and be broken. Say that. You can still have a good church and be a part of this committee and that committee and sit on the front pew and you are distraught. You, you are so, so hurt and hiding things on the inside. It's not the same. You can't, it starts within. I don't, you know, and that's why people are like, oh, I got a spiritual relationship with God. You should. Like, even though you choose to have more than, some people choose to have more than a spiritual relationship with God, and they might go to church or, you know, whatever else that just spiritual people are just like, oh, this is my relationship at home or wherever. This is just mine. You should always start there. Because if it's not right on the inside, how are you taking in anything else? How are you taking in the scripture? How are you taking in the sermon? That does, that's not penetrating into your heart, into your soul for you to then be able to shine a light on somebody else it starts within so spiritually you have to be connected with god in some way okay so that's your advice to someone who's struggling to overcome their own hurt caused by the church yeah start you the church ain't nothing but a structure with people in it. Okay, but at the end of the day, why you gotta ask yourself, why do we go to church? Why do we go to church? We go to church to worship and learn more about God, right? So you can start by doing that at home in your safe space. As well as still, if you need that, like me. I needed that worship. You know what I'm saying? I needed that that feeling of others around me and seeing what God was doing for them. You know what I'm saying? Or even seeing they hurt. It's, it's, it's okay to see other people going through something because you never know what God will put on you to help somebody else. So I want to be in all that because I'm letting God be in control. So... Girl, don't don't get me started, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like I said, like I'm I am still on the the down slope of overcoming my own church hurt. But like you said, it has to start with yourself. Yeah, and you 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 chose love. I chose forgiveness. Um, because I'm still working on forgiveness. You have to one forgive yourself. Mm. For what? For allowing yourself to feel like you're less than when you were already given what you needed. You were already built into whatever person you were destined to be. So forgive yourself. And this is if you want to have a relationship with God. Right. This uh, is if you that, if you if you struggling and you want to yeah. get back to some 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 type of Right. Some type of relationship. Right. Like, so this is not for people who's like, nope, I'm done. This is not for me. <laughs> we, and that's listen, fine. That's, that's fine. fine. Like, you live your best life and live the life that is appealing and pleasing to you. But this is my advice for somebody who, like myself, 
is in need of a relationship with God and wants a relationship with God. Forgive yourself and then forgive others. And, and why I say forgive others because they don't know. They 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 only speaking from their own hurt. They like what I've learned a lot of times, especially with people at the church. They're only speaking from their own hurt, right? So until they can come to terms with their own hurt, they ain't gonna come to terms with yours, and it ain't for them. <laughs> their job ain't to judge you. They're, you ain't looking for <laughs> you ain't looking for them to give you a well done. Right. You have to be able to forgive and let go because that yeah. person might not ever change. So for me, growing up, like I said, my godfather was a pastor. And one of the things that always stuck out from the time that I've ever heard him preach is his 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 message for the people was to help you become and get to a, a more a personal, fulfilling relationship with God. And that's something that I had to do, like come to terms with who I was and know it, it is who I, it is who it is. It is what it is. I, I am a person who is in love with a woman and will die in love with a woman. But when I get to that gate, I want the rest of my life to have been lived in a way that I get a well done. Because like, if this is this little piece of aspect of myself, this one uh, thing, this one thing is gonna get me out of heaven. I don't think that. Like, I don't, I don't think that that's what's gonna keep me out of heaven. But if you know me personally, which a lot of people in here do, like I personally think I'm a good person. Like, I will give you the shirt off my back. I, I am probably kindness is probably one of my biggest weaknesses. Forgiving is probably one of my biggest weaknesses because it's certain things that people have harmed me and hurt me in a way and they're like, how do you how, how do you not hate them? How do you not? I'm like, man, that's not my job. Right. <laughs> that's not my job. And you can't, you can't move forward excuse me, holding on to that hate. It will eat at you whether you know it or not eventually. Yeah. Come to so, and you can't move forward that way. Exactly. So you gotta, and then you gotta be secure in yourself and know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, and and God doesn't make mistakes. So whatever you're dealing with, whatever uh, struggle you're dealing with, whether it is uh, being gay or uh, having a child out of wedlock, like all those types of things were seen for you before you even know you was going to go through it. Right. So you have to forgive yourself for mm-hmm. what the choices you make. Cause that's the thing about God. He gave us free will and we make choices and we all going to fall short every day. So the next time you want to come to me and be like, well, you gay, you're not going to hell. I mean, you're not going to heaven until you repent and do this. How do you know? That part. How, 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 do, how do you know? Right. You you been there? Right. And I think if we can stop and it's hard because you know, we we take people at their word. But if we could stop focusing God with and our you know, our spirituality, God with people of the church, 
and learn to separate them. So, you know, people are like, oh, I don't believe in God because I've been hurt by the church. Those are two total different things. Those are two total different things. Did God hurt you or did the church hurt you? Well, the church is a part of God. So now, you know, that's your, that's, that's, that's what you're seeing. But is that facts? You know what I'm saying? Like, just don't cut him out because of the stupidity of others. Because he, he got something for them, trust and believe. Yeah, so like I said, like, if you are a person who are looking for that relationship with God, then this is for this is the message that we have for you. But there is other opinions and something we will later discuss in detail with other people who may not agree uh, to that term or uh, what we feel. But we just wanted to give our opinion. <laughs> it basically, uh, that's all this is, is our opinion and, and what we feel. Uh, so, again, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to Dive Deep with Sonic and Des. Um, we'll be looking forward to bringing you another episode uh, soon. Hope you enjoy. Um, and be sure to tell your friends. Tell your friends. To listen to, tell your friends so they can tell their friends so we can be friends. Hey. <laughs> and listen to our podcast here yes. uh, on IG Live. And later we'll be updated uh, to the Anchor app and broadcast it to Spotify and right. all and those like, lovely. Comment. Like, comment. Let uh, us know what you Let mean. us know. We got a poll coming up to see. Something that y'all y'all all have gay friends or maybe uh in the community yourself and have right. questions that you like, hey, listen, I'm a fan but I feel this way, or I'm a stud and I feel this way, or I'm somewhere in between and I feel this way. We'll give you our opinion. Right. <laughs> so again, yeah. thank you guys. Uh again, it's been great. Until next time. Until next time, guys. Bye. Peace.